everyone, Dave and Jeff on a Sunday night doing Knocking Out This Podcast. Does everything sound normal in your headphones? Uh, I think for the most part. I'm not sure I hear everything in my right ear, but I should be all right. I think I'm all right. There, there go. we go. Much better. Dave, I come here tonight with a guilty heart. I cussed out my son Jack tonight. Uh, kind of more. Than Welcome to the club, Jack. I just got it five minutes ago. Well, Jesus Christ, I'll get into that in a second. Jesus. I may cuss you out again. But uh, Jack, listen, I think a lot of us would have cussed Jack today, <laughs> even though he's 11. <laughs> well, then I don't think a lot of us would. Well, let's walk through this scenario. So it's about 2.30 this afternoon. His brother and I are watching NFL football. And he walks into the room and he kind of pauses in front of the TV. So he's kind of blocking it. Yeah. And he goes, uh, hey, why aren't we watching the Padre game? And really? I go, hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck's the matter with you? I said, it's day one of the NFL. Get the fuck out of here. And he just turned around and walked out. So, what yeah, did, what did I, his brother do? Laughed. Oh, good. Like, you fucking believe that guy? Look at him. <laughs> Hey, how's the Padre doing? I go, get, get out of here, jackass. So uh, he won't he won't hear. Listen, that, that's bad parenting, probably from his mom, right? I mean, you got to understand. Was he being a smart ass or did he want to know really no, he why? Wanted he wanted to know how he loves the pods. Does he understand how standings work? Does he understand how America works? <laughs> that's a good point. Like, goddamn, be a patriot. Not like a New England Patriot, but <laughs> just be a Patriot. Yeah. And then he came in, and I told him, I go, look, this is why Will Myers isn't worth shit. Yeah. Because on a huge day for college football yesterday, when the Aztecs, who continue to be undefeated in my time as a season ticket holder, beat UCLA, Will Myers fucking has a three-hit game. And then typical of Will Myers today... On the day that the NFL gets going, Will Myers has another three-hit game. Boy, that guy is the master of shining when there's no need to shine. Like, Dude, it, that's what I said to Leisure Fryer today. That fucking, I know you block Leisure, or you mute him, whatever muted it is. Him. But he puts out there, hey, Will's hitting 241. He's come a long way. 241. And I go, dude, that's not even like going one for four, which is right. 250. I go, nobody comes through in September like Will when right. it doesn't fucking matter. And you owe him 60 million over yeah. three years. That's what everyone for seems to forget. 241. And you're like, dude, no one also hits more home runs when the score is already eight to one in right. the eighth inning than well, Will I, Myers. I said that years ago, and, and somebody looked that up for us and found like, 85% of his home runs were meaningless. Meaningless. Yeah, no impact at all. And then I watched the end of that game, and look, I'm happy they win. Of course I'm I happy. didn't know till right now. Literally, as, they you're won in extra innings, as you're talking one. right now, I just looked it up. I had but, no idea. But then when he circles first base and you go, who are the two guys jumping on him first? It's Urias who can't fucking hit. Yeah. And, Will, and Austin Hedges. That's true. And I go, ah, we're all in it together. We're all, ah, shut up. <laughs> but um, shut up. just shut up. But it was day one of the NFL. And Dave, I know a lot of us who have fantasy football teams yeah. are panicking because teams look terrible. Or if you're in a survivor pool, you probably panic today. You know what I felt like, Dave, watching a lot of these NFL teams today and watching highlights? 
they absolutely look like teams that didn't have their starters play two minutes of the preseason. Yeah. And I would say for all of us that rip preseason football, today was a prime example. I would say if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, if you're a Falcons fan, if you're a Giants fan or others, where you look at it and you go, you got to find a way to get these guys one series in game one and two, the first half in game three, and maybe nothing in game four. God, they just looked awful. Teams looked awful today. They did, but you know, at the same time, the argument is in college football, they don't have preseason games there. You have to figure out a way to get your team ready when it when it's go time. I mean, it's a yeah. com- it's a combat sport. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of. But when as you a sit- baseball guy, you can hit yeah. the cage all day. It's different than it, facing live pitching, and that's agree. what we saw. I watched UCLA but, yesterday. Atrocious. Yeah, but, but the Saints came and practiced against the Chargers for three straight days or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, that that's as real as it gets. You had Breeze on the field. You had Rivers on the field. You had a chance to work at different things. I I understand the players' union when they're like, dude, I, I don't want to take a chance of my guy getting hurt. You know? I mean, there's, what if a guy goes down? And what I don't understand in the NFL more and more, and I was watching the Patriots-Steelers when you're on your way over here, is yeah. that the Patriots are up by like 30. Yeah. And Tom Brady's in the game. I don't get that move at all. And it's like, dude, there are four minutes left in the game. Right. Take him out. And then you're looking at Juju, who gets hurt on the Steelers right. on their last possession. You're like, dude, why is he even in the game? Why, it's all you got. Why is he even in the game? Uh, I don't get it. was so, I'm, I'm telling you, this weekend was so fun. College football yesterday, and I will say it, and I mean it sincerely, it's the most I've been invested in the Aztecs. Financially, <laughs> financially, emotionally. Did you already write a check to the Aztecs? Yeah, I got tickets. Already, the tickets are in my car. Okay. Well, I gotta. Yeah, don't let me forget that story. Um, what's the first game you're going to? Uh, first game I see is in October. I think it's uh, October. Yeah, Fresno State. I I did the mini plan. Yes, so I got, I got three games. So I skipped. They're on the road again next weekend. Okay. And then they come back for Utah State on the 21st. You, why don't you go to that one? I told you. I'm not going to fucking Utah, Utah State's State. Utah State's better than any other team you're going to see. I'm seeing Fresno State, Wyoming, Dog and BYU. Shit. Okay. Three. I understand why you want to see BYU. Yeah, three hate games. Yes. Three hate games you that we go, have. You should have gone to the Utah State game. Uh, I could probably you, still go. You probably might, cost me $3 you think you can get to in? get in. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to have you downloaded the game time app so you can get a good, <laughs> good ticket? Uh, going to Rocky. But we went out yesterday. My sons and I yeah. went out yesterday to watch that Aztec game against UCLA. That's cool. Like you guys made plans to say we're going to watch the Aztecs play yes. at 1 o'clock. Yes. And my son's mom today bought them Aztec shirts. Nice. Like I'm telling you, the three of us are – it's not bullshit. Like we bullshit so much. Yeah. I'm – I'm sincerely in on that team like I haven't been in on them in a long, long time. And I, I can't believe it. It's really fun. Yeah. And so yesterday we're watching that, and they're like, how do you think? And I go, look, UCLA is garbage. Yes. But State has – I just said, look, San Diego State has a tendency sometimes to play down to their opponent. And to have the Aztecs go to the Rose Bowl where they were 0-21 against the Bruins Yep. and win that game – was so fun for us and exciting. Awesome, man. Loved it. And so we did that. And then today, 
just kind of watching the NFL and get back in the swing of things, Dave. And yeah, watching. Uh, we went today and watched the Vikings. We Wait. went and watched the Rams. Hold on, I got to ask you about the Aztecs. Yeah, when you're watching this, are you guys going, man? This Aztec team is really good. Or are you like UCLA's shit? UCLA is really bad. Really bad. But we can be excited about San Diego yeah. State too. Exactly. There's no reason to. Say. I mean, look, I'm watching Alabama score 62 right. points against New Mexico State. And I know New Mexico State is shit, and it's yeah. not a test of how good Alabama is, you know? Yeah. I, I understand. If you're a fan of the team, you want them to win every game no matter who you're playing. Yeah, we're we're excited. Yeah. And I would say, Dave, we haven't been invested long enough to have an overall opinion on the team. Yeah. All we know is our team's 2-0, and we're, and we're stoked. <laughs> and yes. Like, we're, we're fired up, and we're excited to go. If so, you're If you're a UCLA... Okay, because you again. I read you, it today in the LA Times. Go ahead. I you know lost. What you're say. No, yeah, I don't think so. You lost in Cincinnati. Uh huh. Okay, Cincinnati couldn't score a point against Ohio State. Right. Okay, you lose to San Diego State, who just beat Weber State by by six on I field think goals. I had Josh Lewin on because they carried the UCLA yeah. feed on ninety seven three. Yeah. And whatever it was, there were twenty some teams. In week one, they didn't score a touchdown. Let's say there's 24. 23 of them lost. Yeah. And they pointed out, the only team that won that didn't <laughs> score a touchdown was San Diego State. And they're running the as, uh, running the Bruins off the field. Off the field. And then you go, okay, Oklahoma comes to the Rose Bowl on Saturday. Yeah. And everybody knows that Oklahoma's trying to become the, not only the first school here to win the three Heisman Trophies, three different guys, mm-hmm. three different quarterbacks with the same head coach yeah. who wants the Dallas Cowboys job next year. Yep. He's going to go and try and put up a show. Jalen Hurts is going to try and put oh, on a show. huge. Don't be surprised to see them score close to 100 points at the Rose Bowl, Oklahoma against UCLA. Uh, it's going to be insane. Josh Nolan's excited about that game because he said the Bruins don't play well against teams that their uniform colors are red and black. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. By the way, I miss Josh Lewin. I listened to Matt Money Smith today. Oh, God, terrible. Dude, he doesn't give any description of what the he's fuck's so happening. He's so bad. He's horrible. Lewin's so good. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he is. He, he's, absolutely, he's absolutely great. Justin Jackson, because I'll, I'll forget if I don't say this right now. So Yeah. I'm gonna gonna cut around because I know everyone's waiting to hear a couple different things we're gonna talk about today, especially Antonio Brown. But this is the last thing I'm gonna say about the Chargers is Justin Jackson is interviewed on the field, and the okay. reason as soon as ESPN's running Sunday Night Baseball, they go, "We don't need a guest. You're done." I fucking ran to the car. And, oh wow! And jumped in the car and started driving home, listening to the overtime. Yeah. And in, in, in the car, so I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome!" I was out of that stadium so fucking fast. So I'm listening to Matt Money Smith, oh my and God. then they get Justin Jackson after they win the game. Yeah, and he says, "I don't know why you're talking to me. You should be. You should be talking to the other guy. He's the one, Eckler. Austin Eckler." He said, "Eck, Eck had a great game," and he goes, "Let me tell you, there's no place I'd rather be than this fucking room." Screams it wow. out right in the radio on 640. Wow, KFI. Now you were in radio a long time. Oh yeah. Am I wrong when I mean when I think the fine for this is thousands of dollars to the radio oh, station? Oh, no, they won't get any fine. They're not. They're not. Matt Money Smith just goes, "Well, might as well get it out in week one." I'm like, I've never heard that before in all the years that the Chargers were on in radio. Here, we work for the radio stations all the time. Oh, we had one with Jerry from Philadelphia that they didn't they didn't edit out. Jerry did. Um, Jerry did the pregame for the pods. Yeah, yeah, but no one's listening to that shit. Interview with Boach. <laughs> 
And he said something wrong, and then right in the middle, I'm like getting ready to come down, and you just hear Jerry go, shit, three, two, That's one. right. That's right. Here we are. <laughs> shit. Yeah, it was great. Shit. What did he do when he said shit? Die laughing. Of course. And you, then you went right to Dave Marcus and said, Shh. you missed that one. Don't you hear, Jack? <laughs> you didn't get that one. Yeah, what do you mean thousands of dollars? What the fuck are you talking I about? I thought you can't yell fucking. Well, the, yeah, it's, yeah, but on a live game, you, you need to know that when you go to interviews, you yes. got to go from being all the way live to being in delay. They didn't do it. Nope. I have one. They didn't. Let me circle back quick to San Diego State and then talk NFL and Antonio Brown and then talk about what we did today. Yep. About two weeks ago, I was in here shooting my mouth off about the post office and what a joke the post office was. Yeah. Because all this shit gets lost in the mail. Yeah. Okay. When I purchased my Aztec season tickets, there was things that auto-populated. So as you're, you know, you type in your name and all of a sudden things start filling in. What I didn't realize, Dave, was the fields that auto-populated took part of my old address and part of my new address and merged them. So the house number of my new place went on top of the street address of my old place. So my new street... Got it. Yeah. So it's one, two, three, old address, zip code, complete fucking disaster. Yeah. And goddamn if the La Mesa post office didn't deliver it to my house, figure it out and get it there. <laughs> and I had teased Mark the mailman and saying, isn't it funny? I got Sports Weekly for four years and the one issue that doesn't show up is the fantasy football issue, you dick. I know you stole it. <laughs> and then uh, that was a $2 item. Yeah. And then my $400 season tickets that I 100% completely fucked up and goddamn if they didn't get them there. And I wrote him a message. I go, okay, (laughs) shit, I'm an asshole. You guys are awesome. But here, for anybody who works there, we always bust your balls when you fuck shit up. But goddamn, had I fucked that up, those tickets should be somewhere in Imperial Beach tonight. And instead, I have them in my hand. And I was like, you guys are fucking great yeah my ex-wife was like i have no idea how these ended up here she goes what the hell were you doing were you drunk i go look at that shit but they got there (laughs) what are you doing yeah completely intact the whole thing was great so my sincere yeah thanks to the post office for bailing me out because yeah man i'd have been out 400 bucks and 100 percent it would have been my fault all right getting a quick ask that question for you since your Mm -hmm. kids are all invested Next week when they play or whoever they play, are you going to try on the and fo- road? Yeah. Okay. You're going to try and follow these games on TV. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They'll so be- you will be all in. You're just a, a three game. Well, guy. the problem is next Saturday is my birthday. Yep. So I think the Aztecs play next Saturday night. So within reason, right? I we have a couple of dinner things and family stuff yep. planned. But yeah, to to the best of our ability, we'll watch it. But yeah, there's other stuff going on that night. Are your kids getting anything? Do they ask you what you want? Uh, for birthday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they're great on now, that. I know, but do you do you ever say, because you know they don't have a job. Do you ever yeah. say to them, nah, don't worry about it. You don't have to get me no. anything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what do you say? 
No, because the thing is, and here's why I don't, Dave. If you do that now, then they're taught as they go older that they can ignore birthdays. Okay. And the one thing I have said, really with an emphasis more on their mom than anything, is I've always told them birthdays matter, and whatever you do, you live a pretty nice life. You better make sure that Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays, Christmas are acknowledged. So... Yeah, I since they were like seven years old, they get a list of four or five because th- they like it. They yeah. like helping. So, so what are you expecting? Um, just probably gift cards, stuff okay. like that. You know, gift cards are cool. But what I do is, um, and this would be my recommendation for parents out there, they'll give me gift cards, and then I'll try to find a cool book, and then I always have them sign the first page of the book because I'll read books and donate them out. You know, you see those different areas where they have the book drop-offs. I'll drop yeah. books off. But I have them sign the first page so that those books are never given away, that I keep those books forever. And I always just kind of, I don't need a birthday card. I just have them write their birthday greeting on the front page of the book, and it's fantastic. So, so if, got, if, you, if you get a gift from them that's a book or that you buy as a book, you'll save those. But every uh-huh. other, all the other books you give away. Yeah, all my other books, I read them and then I donate them. You know, it's funny. Books are one of those things. I'm sure you, you grew up the same kind of thing, but people used to be proud of the books they used to keep in their house. Yeah. Like my grandfather seemed like he had a whole fucking library of books. Yeah. You know? and I was donate like, them so other people can read them. Yeah, and also they take up so much goddamn space. Right. Just a big fucking waste of space. Right. Yeah, no, I don't I do not do that. A lot of times what I'll do, and I don't know if this is legal or illegal, but I'll... It's uh, a good way to start a sentence, but go right. ahead. Um, I just drop them off in the library. Like, I'll just take Like them. you were returning them? Like you checked them out and then throw them back in the bin? Yeah. Just to confuse the fuck out of them? Why doesn't the Dewey Decimal System work? I don't do Why it. is this private parts from Howard Stern <laughs> in here? Why is the life... God damn, it smells good. Um, I'm just like, well, fuck it. They can figure it out. But whether they... That's hilarious. Yeah, they'll do something with it, put it on the shelf. But I don't know. I look forward. There's one in Carlsbad that I know, and they use it for kids or families or, I don't know, Goodwill's for profit. And for me, that's just kind of like... Yeah. I feel like I'm donating something so you can put the money in your pocket. Yeah. Like, to me, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I could probably go Alpha Project or whatever, but there's a place in Carlsbad where I donate them, and so I'll take 5, 10, 15. And then there's books that I have, unfortunately, that you... Shit, Dave, I probably lost thousands of dollars of books where you go, oh, yeah, I can't wait to read the Len Dykstra autobiography. <laughs> and you go, well, yeah, I can. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, that's funny, man. I have a series of books that we've gotten over the years Mm-hmm. Th- from doing radio because they, what happens is they send you the book and then hope that you book that guy on there. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, I, I think I might have gotten to 8% of those. You know what yeah. I mean? They just start second. And I know this sounds bad, but if it's a sports book, because I always love sports books of what yeah. made guys get there. And if it's really not about sports and it's about Jesus. Oh, get the fuck out. <laughs> well, I didn't say it like that, but th- dude, that's where it goes. Where you're sitting there going, hey, Dave Javrecki, his arm fell off in Montreal. Yeah. I want to read about Dave Drevecki. Yeah. And then you realize it's 300 pages of Jesus or Steve Young. Right. And you're like, son of a bitch. This isn't have, why I bought this book. I want to know why you're an NFL Hall of Famer. I don't have any problem with anybody's faith. I encourage yeah. it and whatever it takes. But give me a heads up. Don't put your goddamn football uniform on. Yeah. Yeah. And then sit there and preach religion through 300 pages. Save it. 
Um, I have no problem with whatever gets you through your day. I love it. Makes me very, very happy. Just don't beat me over the head with it for pages two through 50. <laughs> the other problem with books is you want to read about somebody's life and what they're doing, but I really couldn't give less of a shit as what that guy, let's use your Dave Dravecki. Yeah, I want to read about him and his time and using Dravecki. He would be fascinating because with him, Shao and Mark Thurmond, yeah. when they were part of the John Birch Society, that was really a wild time and almost split up that 84 Padre team. Then he goes, he battles back from cancer. He has the emotional start of candlestick and then what happened in Montreal. But a lot of times with books like that, you got to fight through 65 pages of what he was like in the sixth grade. Yeah. I'm like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Sports books have gotten, unfortunately, in my opinion, really, really bad the last few years. All right. Here, here, and I'm being sincere when I ask this question. Uh -huh. Have you ever joined a book club? No. See, I think here's the here's what I think would be hilarious. Mm -hmm. If you and Woods, because Woods loves to read too. Yeah, he's good. If he joined a book club and you joined the same book club, and this we taped you guys just screaming at everybody when they tell you what they oh, thought the book God. meant and what you guys thought the book we meant, we would lose it. You guys would lose your shit, and you guys are used to talking and yeah. and going for your argument. It would be funny as fuck. They'd get run over so fast in that room listening to you guys scream at them and how dumb they are. Ah, it would be awesome. Uh, that leads into, and then we'll get into the NFL. That leads into what happened this morning. And Dave, it was unbelievable. I'm sorry you couldn't be there, but today, uh, wow. I know. I just came across my, my watch. I was looking at the same thing. Uh, Red Sox fired Dave Dombrowski as we're sitting here. We'll talk about that in a second too. But today was a great day. Today was the walk for remembrance yep. at Balboa Park. Uh, suicide, as you know, has had a huge impact on this show. It started January 1st of 2018 when we lost Dave's dad. It continued through March 20th of this year when I lost a close friend, Erica Lee. Uh, and our friend Jake, Jake Parlee, whose father, Tom, took his life seven years ago. Um, Jake had reached out and said, hey, look, there's a walk for remembrance coming up on September the 8th. I'm going to be there in memory of my dad, Tom. And I said, hey, me and my sons will go. Awesome. In memory of Erica. My sons and I set a goal of raising 100 bucks, And I said the reason why I wanted to raise 100 bucks was that would mean the three of us would each get a shirt from the event. And we thought that was kind of cool. Well, we blew through that 100 bucks really, really quick. Next thing you knew, we were up to about 865 and when we got to 865, my friend Joe Carlo, who is incredible, called me and said, hey, uh, me and Bonnie from my office, we just sent down 135 bucks. Now you guys are at 1000 And I go, holy shit, we were really excited. And then 1000 became 1200 and 1500 By the end of the day today, we were like, I, I lost track of where we were. We ended up fourth in money raised as a team. Oh, that's cool. And we ended up fourth in money raised because of Jake Parley's softball team who came down today and donated money. We ended up fourth because of Pete and Point Loma who in the name of Ernie Big Cat Lad donated $100 last night. Nice. And in the memo to the Walk of Remembrance site, he said, 
Dave and Jeff are a couple of egg-sucking dogs. <laughs> I don't know how they would have taken it, but I found it absolutely hysterical. And then, son of a gun, if I didn't see him at the event today and didn't understand until later, our friend Billy, former quarterback at Point Loma, does a drive-by, walks in, shakes hands with me and, and one of Erica's family members, and I get home and realize Billy donated another $300 today. That's awesome. Erica's family drove down from Los Angeles, which I was not expecting. They drove down for that to be at the event. That is really, really cool. Uh, Angela, who is the bullpen babe, Roy, her husband, their daughter, Samantha, were there today. What I did not realize was Angela is a survivor. Ten years ago, she attempted it. It didn't work, and she's still with us today. Her daughter, Samantha, is a survivor from about a year ago, and the impact that that walk had on them today was unbelievable. But for everybody that came down, for Larry Thomas. Yeah, I saw Larry. And his kids were there. Um, Erica's best friend was her cousin, Pam, who came down from Torrance and, and laughed and cried. Split the time laughing and crying throughout the day. But I just, the family, Erica's family was so deeply touched by this audience, what this audience did for their family. Um, they didn't know me until the memorial, yeah. any of them. Um, but it was great. But, you know, Padres Twitter, I don't really want to spend a lot of time on Padres Twitter. It's just gotten a little chippy recently. Uh, for Angela and Roy to come out today and Samantha to be there was incredibly special for two survivors to walk yeah. and and it moved them, as you guys can imagine. But for Larry and for Billy and for all of you, for Jake Parley, who was there uh, with his fiance and his softball buddies. That's God really cool. damn, Dave. I'm yeah, telling you, I'm it's one you of guys, the great days. I'm glad all of you took a picture together. It was really cool. You can see it on Jeff's Twitter. Yeah, it was just one of the great days. And Billy, I saw you only for a second, but I know what you did. I got the email on all the money that was donated. And I know for Billy, that was at least the second time he donated. I know for Pete and Point Loma, who was there with Carol, their daughter, their pup. I know Pete and Point Loma circled back a couple of different times. All of it for suicide prevention. And it just was awesome. And yeah. again, my sons were there. We set a goal for 100 bucks, And I don't know, Dave, if you can pull my Twitter up, it shows I, I think we were... 3,500 or 3,800, 3,300. I don't even remember what the number ended up being. But we ended up fourth out of all the teams. That's impressive. And when you walk around, Dave, I will tell you, when you see people um, wearing buttons of faces for kids born in 1993, kids born in 1991, and you realize how old they were, 1993, to 2015 and you go these kids are 22 years old they're there in memory of kids who were 17 years old uh the walk for remembrance people i just i thank them they were incredibly nice to us but i just it was a great day and i just thank everybody again who was a part of it it meant a lot to me it meant a lot to my sons 
and it meant a lot to Erica's family, and I know it meant a lot to Jake's family too. I'm trying to find the number. I can't. Uh, I can't find it. How how long ago did you post it? Do you know? Uh, it was posted this afternoon. Okay. I don't have a lot of things. That, it's okay. We okay. got we got over. We're over three thousand. We might have been thirty three eighty five. I feel like that was about the number where we got to, but it's just. Uh, Everybody who came out, and I don't think I'm missing anybody. Uh, yeah, we're just out there for a couple hours, and and Erica's family drove down from Thousand Oaks. Yeah, to wow, be there that's to drive. That's a drive uh, to be there and said thank you to this audience. But like I said, started with Joe and Bonnie in Toronto who put us over a thousand, then to, all the way to Billy today, who bumped us into fourth place, and everybody in between, Larry and his family, and. All the rest of you guys, thank you so much for what you did. It was pretty fucking incredible. It is. It's awesome. There's certain guys that always show up to support the show. It's you great. know, I, I, like when I saw this picture, I was like, oh, I'm not shocked at all to see Larry. You know, Larry, Larry always was shows there, up. But Pete was there. It was awesome. Billy Pete, was Pete there. shows up. Billy shows up. I mean, it's so many people go out of the way that are so loyal to anything that we say. This is a cause we believe in. Well, and I, I'll just say this: I have separated myself from the Padres Twitter world. I would just say, look, man. We we all ultimately cheer for the same team. We've all been infected by that. I'm a little saddened to hear that it's gotten as vile as it's gotten over there. I don't know what happened yesterday, but apparently there were some pretty rough things that were said to Angela, who's a bullpen babe. Really? Yeah, she said it was Fuck. really bad yesterday. Dave, there been there's been shit going on on that. Padre Twitter. This is why we can't have nice things. We turn on each other. Yeah. And and look, I, I don't know. I'm sure somebody hearing it is like, well, you don't know. Then I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> All I know is I saw a woman today who 10 years ago tried to take her life, who needed a change of pace from Padre's Twitter. And to find that change of pace, it was a suicide awareness walk. If that doesn't fucking tell you that what is going on in social media is wrong, then I'm wrong and you fuckers are all right. You fucking morons are all right. You fucking morons. And I don't know what happened, Dave. I can't call everybody fucking morons. I don't have a clue what happened. But I just, uh, I appreciate. Dude, you know what's funny? I will say this about Padres Twitter. You weren't wrong. All right. As I sit there and I watch this shit over the last month, but I, I, I haven't, so okay, I can't. Okay. I can't well, I'll give tell a you, genuine... as a guy that watches this, and I and I used to tell you on the show that one of the reasons I have Twitter is because of Padres Twitter. Well, it was great. Now, now it's honestly just one hundred percent right. It's honestly on here where you go, would I like something if I knew my boss was going to see that I liked it? You you don't see what I'm saying? Like, do yeah. you want to be associated with some of the shit that you guys put on here? That is so embarrassing and so vile that there's like, dude, there's a difference of a sense of humor and a difference of you're completely crossing the line. Look who you're talking to. Like you're, you're talking as again, maybe I look at it different, man. But when you when you talk to women the way some of you guys are talking to women and some of the, the sexual jokes that are completely over the top and dude, I'm as crude as anybody. So are you. Yeah. But man, it is over the top embarrassing. I don't I I honestly can't tell you like I would. If, yeah. If you're, I'll show you when we get off the show, and you're going to go, holy shit. If you're listening from Padres Twitter. Peter North would be embarrassed. Who? Peter North would be embarrassed. That's the direction it's going. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> Wait, you talking about the thing from yesterday? With uh, what I've seen the last few. No, the things I've seen the last few days. So well, it's the, brutal. Whoever H.J. Preller hired, I was like, uh, who is that? 
Where's she been? Why do we wait till September call-ups to roll her out? Where was she opening week? That I give two thumbs up. <laughs> you support that. Like the campaign messages? I support That's this a, message. That was unbelievable. Who was that? I, I, I honestly would I, tell I, you guys. I, I don't know. I don't know. And then I go to Woods. Who is that? And Woods goes, she's an adult film star. Well, thanks, fucking Captain Obvious. I didn't think she was Bo's fucking music teacher, you dick. When's the last time you ever asked Woods a question and the answer made sense? God, hey, I'm glad I asked you. Point. Such a great point. It's never. So true. Yeah, never. That was, I will say, as toxic as Padre Twitter had been, that's as hard as I've often. That was so goddamn. You saw the Preller thing. No, I didn't. Honestly, I didn't. The one that Woods sent you last night. with the, Oh, let me see. When did he send it? I'm through my phone? Yeah, he sent it to you and me. Oh, did I respond? If I didn't respond, I didn't see it. Oh, I don't think you saw it. Okay. H.J. Preller hired like, I don't know if it was a cameo or whatever. And it's, it's, oh, I did see that shit. It's the insanely hot like porn chick. And oh, yes. She's like, if you're seeing this, you're the Colorado Rockies. And the Padres just, and I go, God damn. Yeah, he just upped the ante. He just upped the ante. All right, speaking of the Padres, you just yes. said it a second ago. Dave Dombrowski fired from right. the Boston Red Sox. Remember I make won- every move that I can to go get him. That's my question. Yeah, the answer is yes, you do. And you tell AJ, AJ, you lose that title. You're lucky we're going to let you stay as GM. You aren't going to be president anymore. We're going to bring in a guy that actually knows what it's like to go to World Series over and over again with different organizations. I wonder if the Angels make a run. Dave Dombrowski out tonight. They goddamn won the World Series a year ago. Yep. Um, Bill Shaken wrote in the LA Times today, although Epler had his option picked up, we've seen that in the past when guys get options picked up, and then we didn't know that Plan B was available. Yep. Sorry, I would make every move I could to get Dave Dombrowski in here I would let Dave Dombrowski determine whether or not uh, Andy Green returns and Preller would be out the door. Absolutely 100% out the door, and whoever else he wanted to bring in would be fine. 100% gone. I would send a message to that team. Sorry, Dave, I didn't mean to step on you. To the team and to the city where you go, we absolutely stole it. I told you, and a lot of you snickered, the last time the Red Sox fucked up like this is when they fired Orsillo and they hired that stiff Dave O'Brien and they regret it every day since Padres jumped right in. And right now, man, if I'm Ron Fowler, I'm using uh, that. He Ron's probably still got a dial phone. I'm dialing and I'm getting Dave Dombrowski here and I'm telling Pete Seidler, if we paid $300 million to get Manny Machado here, and we pay. We've got sixty million on the books for Will Myers. It's not going to take us sixty million to get Dombrowski. Go fucking get him tonight. Dombrowski, sixty-three years old. In the last. Fine. All right. In the last. <laughs> what the hell? What do you mean fine? Just hold on. All right. That wasn't my statement. Oh, I thought that was Jesus. It. No, I wasn't going to slip back in my chair. Look, <laughs> in the last twenty years, Marlins World Series, Tigers right. World Series, Red Sox World right. Series. Right. 20 years. What are you doing? Go I just told you I'm going to hire him. Go get him because here's the deal with, with the Angels. I was just up in L.A. I was talking to people that cover both the Dodgers and Angels. They were uh-huh. saying 
they fully expect Joe Madden to be the manager next year. Well, the that's Os- what I said last week. Yeah, the Osmus is gone. Yeah. Madden comes in. They even said if Bud Black was fired by the Rockies, that the Angels would take Bud Black in a second, too. I Bud Black, remember, had a connection there. And just like we said on the show a couple months ago, Bochy to the Cubs. Yeah. I said that one, too. Yeah. I know. I just said that. Just like we said on the show a couple months ago. All right. Well, you're saying the Madden news like it's the first year well, heard I'm tell- it. No, I'm telling you right now what they just fucking said. Guys who are in the goddamn stadium all the time. That's what they said is the story. Osmus fucking gone. It's not Osmus' fault they don't have a pitching staff. No, and it's not Osmus' fault that that team was devastated by Tyler Skaggs. Yes. And then... When you're trying to figure it all out, then the news comes out, everything else. No, Brad was, uh, that was incredibly difficult. But I don't care. I like the Angels, but they're not my number one team. My number one team is the Padres. And the move the Padres need to make is go get Dave Dombrowski. And I swear to God, we're going to have all fucking week guys (laughs) dance around and tap dancing, or they'll stay away from it all together. They will. That's my guess. They won't say shit. Right Here's what's going to happen in this town. Let me give you exactly what's going to happen this week in this town on sports radio. They're all going to talk to you about Antonio Brown because we don't have an NFL team. But it's very, very safe to take a shot at the Raiders or take a shot at the New England Patriots when they're going to shy away from what is the real story, which is a difference maker what this team has looked for forever. Go back to whoever you want to say at a higher level than Kevin Towers, at a different level than Jack McKeon, who were the GMs when this team went to the World Series. Dave Dombrowski, with the respect to both guys who I knew and I liked, Dave Dombrowski's better. The story in this town every day starting tomorrow morning at 5 all the way through till Dombrowski determines where he's going is how do we get him here in San Diego? He is the number one free agent that this team can go and get. He's available right now. They should go get him. And I guarantee you, 90% of these shows will shy away from it because they're scared of their own shadow. I would start tomorrow. Well, I'll I, tell you right now, 97.3 won't say it. They won't because, say it. Because they're associated with AJ. They can't say you got to get rid of AJ as president of the organization. Shit. <laughs> Baseball operations well, guy? Uh, here's 97.3, okay? I know Matt Scraby a little bit. Nice enough kid. When Matt Scraby puts out on Twitter yesterday that the league should have interfered with the Patriots signing Antonio Brown, this is why I don't like the NFL. The league should have stepped in. Why? Based on what? You fucking dork? Stick to golf, asshole. And I just immediately go, listen, that's on me for following that fucking guy. Never seen a grown man walk around with a backpack. That's an inside joke for everybody who's ever worked with Scraby. Incredibly nice kid. Scraby. Really? Scraby's a really nice kid. You just you called know? him an asshole. Well, he is an asshole for a stupid <laughs> fucking tweet. But he's a good dude. You didn't like Scraby? Everybody likes the guy. No one's ever called him an asshole well, until right now. I would call him an asshole to his face. There's some guys that are so nice that you just don't call him yeah. an asshole. Some guys can take be called an he asshole. Needs it. He can't take it. He's going to put his head right in the backpack and suffocate because of you. He's just going to reach in there, look at the juju bees. No. Goldfish. No. Juice box. 
Scrapey might be the nicest kid yeah. that I've ever met. Yeah, I think uh, he owe him an apology already. I don't. He no. owes me an apology for his bullshit. Because you followed him? Yes. I didn't follow you for bullshit. What did, he, what did you think you were going to get? I thought I was going to get a voice of reason. And he failed. Have you ever gone to him for advice for that voice of reason? Never. Never. I will not apologize. Okay. He owes me a public apology on Twitter, and then I'll think about unmuting him. (laughs) If you guys see it. If he gives you a public apology on Twitter, that would be awesome. That would be fucking awesome. (laughs) You're going to ruin his week. Good, he ruined my week with this stupid thought. <laughs> Fucking kid was nails when it came to talking golf. Maybe one of the worst ever when it comes to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about that kid. I'm telling you, Dave, wouldn't that be it? Oh, I agree. You Dave do Dombrowski to started tomorrow. How do we get Dombrowski here? Oh, my you gosh. put the pressure on him. I'm with you 100%. You just call the guy. There's nothing else going on. Hey, you want to come to San Diego? We got supposedly the best minor league system in town. Yeah. Why don't you come here? And you know, and the then other- start trading all those fuckers away and get some <laughs> real talent. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. He would come here and have no attachment yeah. to it. And you would start kind of the logjam of guys that you have on this team. I would absolutely go make that move tomorrow. And I'll say this. Go ahead. Because this show's only available on Patreon. And I don't know who does subscribe or who doesn't subscribe. Yeah. If there are shows that come on and pound the Dombrowski drum, next time we're here on Wednesday night, I'll be happy to eat crow and say, hey, you know what? I didn't expect that, but I appreciate it. Um, My early guess is that nobody says it. Yeah. Because this is the knock on San Diego media, and I'm not 100% sure that it's wrong. I think there are a lot of people in here in the local media that are that protect relationships. That protect. Oh, rela- they all do. You think it across the board? Fuck, yeah, every one of these guys protect relationships. So you think that anybody? Do you think anybody? Let's go through the shows. Okay, go ahead. This no one be- on ninety-seven-three is going to say a word about Dabrowski possibly coming to the San Diego Padres. Ever, they can't. They're in a relationship with the Padres. Anything you say pro Dombrowski is going to be a shot against A.J. Preller. So how do you, so what happens if in two months Dombrowski's the guy and Green and Preller are out? Then you've lost all credibility because anybody else in town would have talked about it except for you fucking guys. Yeah, that's exactly it. And then all of a sudden, hey, joining us, Dave Dombrowski, new president of the San Diego Padres. Dadgummit, I wasn't expecting to (laughs) see you. Yeah. Dern, turn it. (laughs) As Deion Sanders loves to say, yes. That's it. 1360 could say it on every show. No one's going to fucking hear it. I saw no. the ratings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's do it this way. Go ahead. Since we're such fucking know-it-alls. Go ahead. Let's help them out. If you're Woods and Ben, and you're interested in talking about it, can you at least post the thing and you say look if i'm ron fowler dave no way they'd be fired they get in trouble no way they can't do it woods knows he can't do it woods knows it's a great topic and that's the way to go you're the you're a baseball station in this town the only baseball station they won't bring it up 
They just had AJ Preller on the other day. Every show reran the whole interview. But you don't have a you don't have a president of baseball operations since Mike D's been gone, right? Well, technically, if you look up Mike D uh, was team president. Yeah, if you look it up, it it goes to that AJ has every title on there. Basically, has every title that the Padres have outside of owner. So one of the ways. Oh, here's how you do it. Okay. One of the ways when the Padres were really really good. The guy kind of keeping Kevin in check was Lucino. And Kevin would say yeah. that. Kevin yeah. said he liked working with Lucino. They had a good relationship. President of Baseball Operations was Dombrowski's title in Boston. Yep. If you brought Dombrowski in, in that same role where Preller now answers to him, right? Well, okay, then what's Preller's title? He's still EVP and general manager. Well, right now he's president of baseball operations. He's getting a demotion in title. I didn't. I, are that's you sure that's what it says? That's, that's what it says here. I just looked it up. I just typed in who's the president of baseball operations for the Padres. It comes up. It comes up. AJ Preller. He holds every goddamn title again outside of owner. Hang on, just look up AJ Preller, and see. I can, I did not. When did they name him president of baseball operations? I thought he, he might have named himself. And it's a big deal if he is. Hold on, I'm looking for it right now. Um, general manager, San Diego Padres. Um, yeah. This thing's old. This one shows up him with the Texas Rangers. It just jumps right to the Rangers. It doesn't have anything. It just says he was hired. Can Hold you on, do I'll, uh, Preller I'll Wikipedia? That's what I did before, and that's the one that that had it the other way. Um, hold on. Try this again. Anyway, he um, it, it's 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 yeah. I think it jumps right into the Rangers, uh, but no, the one I just looked up a second ago. I just typed in Padres uh, president of baseball operations. It comes up AJ Preller. Well, then you may be out. Look, man, talk to Rick Renteria. Talk to other guys. Yeah, that have happened. Dude, he's had the job since 2014. This is not as much about AJ, in my opinion. Dave, something as better it came is along. About, yeah, about Dave Dombrowski. Yeah. You absolutely go get him. You absolutely go get him and steal him again from Boston and see what happens. Because my concern would be if I'm Ron Fowler, I don't believe I have the guys in here that can get me to the next level. I don't. So AJ's contract, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, runs out 2020. Okay. Okay. So now it's not a bad time to make that move. No, he's got a few years after that. It's a, the last thing it has on here was December 3rd, 2017, signed three-year extension with the Padres. Yeah, no, he's he's further out than that. I say this thing's all off then. Wikipedia is yeah. not any good. I think he's through 2022. I think he's got a couple years left. Yeah, this is all. But off. you would, you would go get. You gotta. You weren't expecting. Goddamn, Dave! Th this team's paid more dead money with Hector Oliveras and Camp and Jerko and everybody else. Look, Ron wants to win. You're trying to twenty twenty two, right? Yeah. yeah. And does it why would you give him a fucking five year extension back in the day? Well, because you were excited about Catiz <sighs> and Gore and Myers, okay, Urias. <laughs> well, every time I see one of these guys like Max Fried and shit, yeah, I'm like, you fucking gave fucking Max Fried away for nothing. You just gave him to the Braves. Guy's Trey gonna Turner. have like twenty wins. You fucking idiot, Jay Turner. God dang it, man. Yeah, but that would be it. I don't know. Be the only move, man. 
be the only, only move that I would focus on right now. Okay, let me ask this question. Why are people infatuated with A.J. Preller? What, what's the big deal? Because uh, we messed up and gave him the title Rockstar GM when he started getting all those guys, all those has-beens? No, I think what happened was this organization has never had a future. There's never been a star of tomorrow. And we were told by numerous well-respected. What does it say about those assholes? Because are you looking at the numbers? They're all shit. Right. But I'm saying Baseball America or ESPN or anybody else continued to tell us that our future was the brightest of any team in baseball. And the guy who was responsible for that was not fucking Jed Hoyer or Josh Burns or Kevin Towers or even Joe McElvain. It was goddamn A.J. Preller. And you'll show him that respect. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. So. Okay. Now, now that we're at the end of this year and we're, and we're, while we're talking AJ, is there anything about, about the whole minor league system that you have faith in right now? I mean, you're, you're putting all your, you basically all your money into Gore and saying he's the guy to save an entire organization. Yeah. I think where you look at. Naylor fucking sucks. Right. I wouldn't Na- say he Uriah sucks. Suck. He sucks. He's hitting two something. He, he sucks. Doesn't even have a position. He's like 22 years old. What's he going to look like at 32? Yeah, he would be a kid I'd move, but I've seen worse. Send him to Toronto. Yeah. They always pull that Canada shit. Go ahead. Send him over there. Move him. Move him out. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, Dave, I would do it, and I would try to do it. I, would, I swear to God, I'd try to have that move in place by Friday. That'd be something else. That'd yeah. get, get you excited. Chain, that, yeah. that in the brown uniform, something to get excited about. Well, what it does for Ron and for Pete is it gives you an opportunity to hit the reset button. And I think baseball fans, the legit baseball fans in this city, and there's more than we get credit for, they look at that and say, God damn, does Cam Newton have a beehive? What's he doing? <laughs> He's wearing a short sleeve suit. Well, what's with the hat? Was he tending to his bees and then came in? God damn, he's got a scarf around his head. Um if if you're a baseball fan, you go, look, man, we thank AJ. Yeah. Andy's future will be determined at the end by Dave Dombrowski. And uh, I love it. Perfect. Right. Perfect. And we are going to uh, bring him in. And Dave is going to have complete run of all baseball operations. And while we are thrilled to have been voted the number one minor league uh, system, we're not here for the minor leagues. We're here for the major leagues. And yes. to win at the major leagues, some guys in the minors may have to be moved out. Perfect. And Dave and his team will come in and assess everybody from the manager to the coaches to the players, both on the bigs, the minors. And uh, if you can make it, you stay. And if not, adios, muchacho. <laughs> Just like that, it says right on the press release on the paper. Yeah. Adios, muchacho. Yeah. I like it. I'll tell you, the first guy out would be fucking Mark Grant. <laughs> fucking Mark Grant. Fucking assholes doing the game last night on radio. 
And I tune in because I've been watching college football like yeah. 95% of America. And Mark's doing play-by-play. -play. Who's doing TV? Uh, Agler. Agler and Sweeney because Zorcillo had a national game. Okay. So, uh, Mud, fly ball, and the rooster makes the catch, and that'll end the inning. Who the fuck's the rooster? Who's that? Who's like, the rooster? I have no idea. <laughs> so my son goes, who's that? I go, how the fuck do I know? <laughs> fucking don't get cute, okay? You, you call three fucking games a year. Yeah. Don't get cute. Tell us who hit the ball, where the ball went, and who caught the ball. Who's the rooster? Seriously. Do you still not know? I'm telling you. Yeah. I was going to text him and be like, hey, dumb fuck. Okay. Save your shenanigans for whatever. Jankowski? I have no idea who the rooster is. And then Myers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's some shit in Spanish. I'm like, I'm going to write a letter to the editor. Sign it L period Friar Escondido. <laughs> there you go. Here's a funny thing I'm doing right now. I used to do it as a kid all the time. Honestly, this is the first time all year I've looked up baseball stats. Mm -hmm. When's the last time you looked at like league leaders in all the categories? Uh, probably June. Yeah, so when I, they were I, I in it. So here's here's a funny thing that I always get killed for that one tweet that people love to repost all the time. How I said the Padres should have traded yeah. Tatis for Rio Yeah, great. People love that goddamn wins above replacement stat. That's the yeah. favorite one. Rio Muto is number three overall in baseball. 4.3. Great. Tatis is number four. 4.2. Is that right? Tell you, motherfuckers. <laughs> you think I what I was talking about, you pieces of shit? <laughs> By the way, who who do you think is number one? I'm going to throw this out there because it's kind of weird how... This is why I'm so sick and tired of the stats because the only thing that matters to me is, I'm sure you're saying, yeah. wins, scoring runs, and who knocks his runs in. Right. Um, number one's I shit. I have no idea. Number Max one, Muncy. Max Muncy. Yeah. How the Shut fuck up. Do you know? Max Muncy. Shut the fuck up. 5.6. Not That's even a thousand percent. I just threw a random name out there. Number one I in all of baseball. Not even close. Not even fucking close. 5.6. Better than anybody in baseball. And no one would say Max Muncy's the best player in baseball. I swear to God, Dave, there's 30 teams in baseball yeah. and there's 25 guys on the roster. It's like a 256 hitter with 32 home yeah. runs. Yeah. yeah, I just randomly threw him out. That's it, crazy that you just said that. There's only one Padre, by the way, in any of the lead categories, and that's, of course, Kirby Yates. But that that's that's yeah. it. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. I, I never look at this shit, and I used to look at this all the time. We will get to Antonio Brown, but I want to mention, yeah. I want to mention this because everyone has been writing me all week, and I can't wait to hear what you guys are going to say about Antonio Brown. I want to mention, of course, the good people that help us out and keep this show going. We're going to start with Dan Williams tonight. Dan Williams, of course, he's the guy we always talk about that has the nephew in the Padre system, as tough mm -hmm. as we are in this Padre system. Thank goodness AJ said, hey, why don't you come sign with us? As yeah. He's already made the jump three times his up. final move. Pretty cool move right there. As Sam Williams has been double A with the Padres and did a fantastic job. But most importantly, Dan Williams is a good friend of the show. We talked about the great guys that support the show, as Jeff mentioned, about what he did today. Dan's just been a tremendous supporter of the show. Dan can help you out on a professional mm -hmm. level, though. Dan is very good with finances, and he understands finances is the point where you can help stretch your money, you can make your money work on the budget that you have, and actually afford the things that you absolutely need. Here's Dan's phone number, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Well, there's so many programs available for those of you that were brave enough to serve in the military, and one of them is the ability uh, to purchase a home with no down payment. So Dan 
being a large supporter of the Honor Foundation, found it a great way to educate military families on the possibilities of owning that home using your VA entitlement. No better way to do it. It's a book called How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment. Yours tonight for free, sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Get that book, and then we can get you educated. You're going to build that relationship with Dan. Then you're going to call him. 858-688-6813. Also mention the people over at Hot Sauces and More, hotsaucesandmore.com. It's easy to find. Again, it's a letter N, not and. Also, you can go ahead and see the guys over there. Brian, especially, is our buddy over there. He owns the store right in the Otay Ranch Mall. It's the opening right next to the main door by Macy's. Go ahead and check his store out. Again, they're selling meat right out of the store, but also they have the big green eggs. They have everything you could possibly think you need to make your barbecue, make your meals that much better. you got to go in and see it. He'll answer all your questions, walk you through the process, but I guarantee your food will taste better once you make just that one visit to Hot Sauces and more. Can't wait for a week from today because, actually, next Saturday, which is my birthday my son Kate and I are heading down to hot sauces and more because I said to him I go what do you want to do on the what do you want to do that weekend he goes you know I really want to do I want to grill like I want you and I to grill for your birthday and I said that is amazing cool so we're gonna go down we're gonna see Brian's guys come down to Otai and hang out at the mall and we're just gonna I'm gonna talk to Kate and say okay well Walk me through, right? You want to, and he'll kind of share with me and Brian and the team over there. What do you want to grill? You want to do burgers? You want to do steak? You want to do chicken? You want to do brats? And then we'll just kind of talk about some of the different options that you have for all of them. And and I will just say for somebody that learned by trial and error um, to have that opportunity to do it with my son starting next weekend and then watching pro football clash of champions is a big thing for my sons they're all excited nice about their hero braun Strowman next sunday night uh really gonna be a fun day but i appreciate those guys at uh hot sauces and more because yeah they're gonna be part of what should be a really really fun weekend for me absolutely don't forget about the guys over at taylor may pools alan taylor's the guy Taylor made pools, that perfect pool. You, I know you've thought about it every single day while it's been so hot over the last week, 20 years in San Diego. Alan Taylor does a fantastic job. He can make the pool of your dreams. All you have to do is give him a call. If you already have a pool, though, and it's not in complete working condition, give Alan a call again. Taylor made pools, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. It got cooler today by about 20 degrees. Yes, it did. I don't know what it was like in Carson Day, but as was I was perfect. driving around from East County up through kind of the coastal part, man, it just felt so much better. That being said, it was still warm. And on those warm days where there's still a little bit of that humidity hanging in the air, man, wouldn't it be great to have a tailor-made pool to just have that opportunity, like I said, next weekend grilling and then just to hang by the pool, you don't have to get out, deal with traffic, you don't have to rent hotels, you don't have to do airports, any of that shit. Everything is right there in your backyard. Go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, click on the sponsor page and take a look for yourself. Tell Alan and Amy what you want. She said the other day, she goes, you know, it's really just about a two to three month process. And they can get it done and you'll have it up and running plenty of time for the spring. Awesome. Absolutely great. 
Brian Curry, again, he's the guy selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years, familiar with every single neighborhood in San Diego County. He's the guy to talk to. He's the guy that we decided to call, spoke to him just last week as he was in my house and he was walking us through the process. We're putting yeah. our house up on the market right now. This is what we're doing. We're selling our house. We're going to rent. And then we're going to figure out what we want to do. When we want to jump back in the market. And so he's even walking us through the process, Jeff. Every single day, he's sending us houses to rent. And he's yeah, saying, this is nice. what's on the market. And they're going super fast. I'm telling you, it's impossible to do on your own. Yeah. You have to have somebody that has an inside information on when these houses are going to go on the market. Again, for buying, for renting. At the same time, there's no one else I'd have represent me than Brian Curry. He should represent you as well. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Well, the thing I love about that story is Brian is doing his part of it. And as I come here in the garage, I can tell you tonight that not one goddamn thing has been done. Don't worry about week. it. Don't worry <laughs> no about it, you asshole. God. There's not one thing. has been done. It amazes me how this steak can be burnt on one side and blood <laughs> raw on the other. It amazes me how Brian Curry can be sending you new homes and you're going to find that perfect home and you're not going to know what the fuck to do. Because the smallest things here are still in the same exact dude, spot where they were seven nights ago. Dude, shit is like multiplying. I'm bringing stuff in. I don't even think yes. stuff. People tell me all the time. Brian says, "Look, you got to put at least ten stuff in bo- ten ten boxes wrapped up and sealed a day. A I day. A day. I haven't done one fucking thing. You haven't done ten boxes in ten years. Dude, easily. Well, that's Sorry, all right, Rick. Brian. It's all right. At least the plastic Red Sox helmet's still out. <laughs> Keep all that Red shit Sox out. Helmet. That's a Bears helmet." Whatever Red Sox helmet near you, asshole. Oh, it looked like a Red Sox helmet. God damn it. I didn't know. I didn't even know Richard Sherman's still in the league. I yeah. thought he would have called Brian Curry. He <laughs> looked up on SportsCenter and saw Richard Sherman. Uh, David, it's funny you say that because I was talking to different friends about the housing market. And listen, you hear so many different mixed messages about whether the market's going to maintain where it is. Could the market go up or could the market really level out and come back to reality? You have to know what you don't know. Dave knows it. I know it. Uh, we know what we don't know. And we know that Brian knows all the answers. Yes. Do what we did. Call Brian. And it's just such a peace of mind that you'll have. Whether you're buying, whether you're selling, it doesn't matter. Brian's going to help you either way. And finally, Kyle Fluger, again, very proud of the work Kyle's done for us. He can do great work for you on your website. Call Kyle at 619-500-6621. You can see what he's done for us at DaveAndJeffShow.com and also Jake'sProjects.org. Again, Kyle Fluger, 619-500-6621. Well, I sure appreciate him because when Tim Haggerty from El Paso the other day reached out and said, hey, we're sending you some things for your first Jake's Projects event, signed baseballs from the Chihuahuas. I was able to say, hey, go check out the website. And it just, it looks great. It reminds the Chihuahuas, okay, these guys are legit. They're not trying to pull a fast one on us. And there's so much competition out there. No matter what line of business you're in, your website has to look fantastic. Or it may just be for personal use. Maybe you want to do your own podcast. Maybe you want to... uh, Focus on your kids. Maybe your kids do art or you're a photographer. Kyle can handle all those things for you. Go see Kyle. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. All right. So uh, so Antonio Brown, the move came out that Antonio Brown, you saw the train wreck since you and I have been off there. First, he wasn't showing up to practice. Then he makes the big mm-hmm. apology. Then you're going, what are the Raiders going to do? Calls Mike Mayock a cracker. Cracker, dude. A cracker. Calls cracker. 
and we laugh about this, but at the same time, if it was reversed around, it would be really bad. Oh yeah, it'd be really fucking bad. And so you sit there and you watch the train wreck. Now, look, if you're a Raider fan like Jeff and I, and we've been mm-hmm. excited over the last few years, I mean. I remember Randy Moss. We were excited. D'Angelo Hall. We were super yeah, excited. Yeah, I watched D'Angelo Hall yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see him no, yesterday morning talking about when Al Davis cut him? No, I didn't. Funny. All right, I'll tell you that story. Okay. Anyway. And so we go, it wouldn't surprise us whatever happens with the Raiders. Like you kind of, now we're kind of saying, ah, it's another scab. You know, this is yeah. what's going to happen. But at the same time, you're hoping that he's a Raider. I just spent fucking five weeks watching Hard Knocks. Yeah. I wish there was one more week of Hard Knocks, right. don't you? Yeah. And so you, you sit there and you go, fuck, he's going to end up with the Patriots. Isn't everybody to think the same yes. thing? He's going to end up with the gutting Patriots because the Steelers say, we'll trade him anywhere but the fucking Patriots. Of course. And then you sit and you go, Antonio, you're a piece of shit. Because you, you, we find out the helmet thing was a fucking farce. Yeah. So he could get his own helmet deal with, v, with Zenith. He's oh, a, my it, gosh. He's only a guy in the NFL that has his own helmet deal. Okay. The whole thing was a fucking fake so he could get paid. Yeah. And then he sits there and he runs this whole deal. Contracts are working so fucking fast that you're going, wait a second. How long have him and Rosenhaus been working with the fucking Patriots to try and get this release? One, well, he still he still loses money. He loses money, but not as much as you think. I mean, there's a lot of fucking money there, and he gets a chance to win. I mean, he knows he wasn't going to win at the fucking Raiders. You're, you're going to be marketing yourself like crazy with Tom Brady and the Patriots, and you're going to win. Here's the only thing I was thinking. You go to New England. Yeah. And the focal point isn't you. But in Pittsburgh, the focal point wasn't you. You were one of them, but you're not it. But in Oakland, he would have been the focal point. And it's silver and black. It's Raider Nation, the whole thing. Dave, at the end, when I looked at it, I think all he took it all uh, in and he just got cold feet. He got cold feet. I got it. We, we got it. Jesus. Did you write that on your arm today? Yeah. <laughs> just been saving it. You fucker. I was going to put it on Twitter. Matt's crazy right now. Just drove his car <laughs> off the road. I was going to put it on Twitter. With uh, Leisure's drummer. That would have been funny. You think? Uh, yeah, that would have been funny. You think he wanted Oakland because he got cold feet? Got it. Jesus. <laughs> You're better than that. I'm sorry, am I? Used to be. Used to be better than that. Yeah. Um, no. The Raiders lost a third and a fifth round draft pick, too. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. I mean, here's the deal for me. And obviously, I'm trying to separate myself from being a Raider fan because I knew something was going to go wrong. Yeah. If you're the NFL. Okay, let's look at it from an NFL piece. Sure. Things aren't good leaving Oakland as it is. Okay, mm-hmm. this talk Oakland's going to sue the NFL. Good fucking luck. You aren't going to win. Yeah, you're not going to win. But most importantly, you're trying to sell season tickets in Las Vegas. Yeah. You're trying to get people excited yeah. about the NFL coming to Las Vegas. He's by far the best player in your franchise. He's the guy yeah. selling the most jerseys. What do you do if you bought a guy in jersey? And then oh, NFL, I saw that yesterday on the NFL. Do you Network. know the answer? Because the NFL said when the Colts fans were suing because of Andrew Luck retiring, they said, well, when you bought season tickets, you didn't buy season tickets for Andrew Luck. You bought season tickets for the Colts, and they're still wow. going to show up and play. Wow. So they said, go fuck yourself. Wow. Well, I was watching NFL Network yesterday. You mentioned D'Angelo Hall. He said, oh, yeah, this happened to me. And he said, uh, he said, I'd been having a pretty good year. I had three picks, but I had the highest guaranteed money. And Al called him in and said, we got to renegotiate this deal. I got to get some money. And, and D'Angelo said, not unless I'm getting years at, 
on the back end of the contract. And I'll tell him, well, just go home and don't come back. <laughs> and he goes, that was it. I was done. I got blown out. Look, for me watching Hard Knocks, uh, I found Antonio Brown to be incredibly difficult to cheer for as a guy on my team. And I thought, you know, when the games go and they start being played, maybe it'll be a little different. And he starts making some plays and now we're excited and he's a difference maker. And every week he just became a little bit more difficult yeah. to like and to cheer for. Never been a Steeler fan, so I didn't pay that close of attention to him in Pittsburgh. But when the move was made, when he gets into the argument with Mayock and he calls Mayock a cracker and then he apologizes and then the Raiders are like, well, great, your apology means a lot. By the way, we're not giving you shit of the $29 million, and he wants to be released. At that point, Dave, you just go, fuck, I don't know. Maybe the Raiders didn't do enough homework on what they were getting. Maybe Antonio Brown is just a very difficult guy that may be dealing with shit. I have no idea. I saw a lot of people that were pretty quick to assume he's dealing with personal issues. Maybe they know the player much better than all of us do. I thought that's a pretty strong statement to make to start accusing the guy of having issues off the field. Um, maybe he's just a little bit of that kind of dig me personality. But once they released him, who the fuck are we to tell him? Well, no, you can only go to Jacksonville or the Texans yeah. or if the Bill, Dolphins or the Dolphins. Right. If Bill Belichick and the Patriots call and say, we have the money. He did what any of us of would course. have done. Absolutely. Any of us would have done. And we would have laughed the whole way there. So if I would have done it, you would have done it, and anybody listening would have done it, and even you, Scraby, <laughs> you asshole, uh, then then who am I to judge him? And goddamn, look, I, I don't know, Dave. We'll see what he does. I don't know that he goes in and his personality, he burned every bridge in Pittsburgh, and he, he was pretty close in a short time to burning every bridge in Oakland. If he's able to go in and all of a sudden change and be a guy that just blends in, goddamn, then you just go. I think he does. Do you think he does or doesn't? Do you think he's with the team by the time the playoffs start? Well, is he still there? Is mean? he still there? After, when the season's over, after week 17, is he still with the Patriots? I'll say this. I think he's there in 2019. I don't think he's there in 2020. Okay. And that's what he has as a one-year guaranteed deal. Yeah, I think he's there in I mean, even the Randy Moss thing worked for a little bit before he, he freaked out and lost his shit in Miami, and then things went to hell for yeah. Randy Moss. But it worked for a while. It was exciting. What I, What's kind of curious is Tom Brady at his age, and he looked great tonight, of course, mm -hmm. but Tom Brady's been throwing a lot of dump passes here and there over the last few years. Yeah. With Randy Moss, he had to let it go. It's interesting to see, can he let it go with Gordon on one side and, and Brown on the other and Edelman in the middle. I mean, they have so many fucking weapons. It's unbelievable. They don't even have a tight end anymore, and they're fucking right. ridiculous. Right. I mean, they made the Steelers look like one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Yeah, the Steelers, and that was kind of the funny thing, all the Steeler fans chirping at the Raiders yesterday. Now, look, the Raiders haven't played. They go out and play tomorrow night. They get beat 50-3, to three, then we don't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> but tonight, we're like, you got run off the field. 
33-3. Yes. So, um, yeah, a drag, man. It's a drag, but I don't blame the Raiders for the way they handled it. And for Antonio Brown to think he was entitled to different set of rules than everybody else on the team in your first year, you're wrong. All right, so here, here's a couple things I'll say about the the Patriots because I think right now Goodell knows he can't do anything with the Patriots anyway, right? It's not like right. one of these David Stern right. things where he's going to veto a deal like Chris right. Paul. And also everyone's still pissed off with Goodell about the the inflate gate and all that sure. shit. But I will say this about the Patriots because Earth say, if I'm not mistaken, a few years ago got like DUI and got like suspended. Remember? Yeah. Robert Kraft fucking was getting hand jobs where prostitution's illegal. Nothing happened to Robert Kraft. What happened? Patrick Chung was slinging cocaine. He got yeah. he fucking played tonight. Fuck. How the? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? How come nothing applies to the fucking Patriots? I don't get it. I mean, you're slinging coke. Yeah. Tyreek Hill punched a pregnant woman in the stomach, and then he's on tape talking to the girl. Yeah. You better be afraid of me about that kid with the broken arm. Yeah. And yet he's playing. I mean, there's some shit going on with the NFL, and, and Scraby can say whatever he wants. It's not going to keep me from watching, which I probably should be embarrassed to say. Yeah. But there's some shit in the NFL that's not exactly as great as it should be. The Raiders' no. future in Vegas right now is and not since jeopardized, but sick ticket sales are jeopardized because of Antonio Brown. But at the same time, you look at uh, even the instant replay. Maybe the wrong team was in the Super Bowl last year. The Saints are yeah. fucking suing the NFL. Oh, it's unbelievable. And you, sit and you go, things aren't exactly perfect in the NFL world, yet we all can't stop watching. I'm because still we hooked don't tomorrow. Care. We don't give a shit. Yeah. At the end of the Even day, when it's our team, we still don't care. Right. At the end of the day, we talk and we say, you know what? This is really upsetting to us. But guess what? You, when your kid comes in and says, why is the Padre game on? You get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's what you did. What's the matter with you? And they won. Him? And you told him, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Next innings. Look at his brother. I go, can you believe that shit? <laughs> can you believe that shit? <laughs> Did he drop that yeah. line? He left the room and you looked at the other guy and said, can we move that dumb get shit? Him. He goes, get him out of here. Watch in the NFL. <laughs> Did he come back and sit with you guys? Or did you no, guys then he banish him to the I room? Said, no, he kicked him out. <laughs> get out of here. You guys are assholes. Uh, we're the asshole. Fucking guy comes in on opening day and wants to watch Padres Rockies. Okay, yeah, I'm the dick. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I don't. Come on. Move it. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you, guys, you guys ganging up on that poor kid. <laughs> Jesus. <Told> him. <laughs> um, here's the other thing I want to say because I know I will be misquoted. Yes. <laughs> who quotes you? Go oh, ahead. I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> Go ahead. I want to know who's going to misquote you. Regarding, good. regarding A.J. Preller, the only, only, only way I am firing A.J. Preller is if I have a deal in place with Dave Dombrowski. I do fire Andy Green. Andy Green would be out. Kevin Acey wrote yesterday that uh, that'll be determined at the end of the month. I'm hearing that Ron Fowler is incredibly upset, as we can all imagine to be true, and that there's just a vibe in-house that some kind of change is coming. I'm not saying if you're going out and you can get Billy Epler, I don't fire Preller for anybody other than Dave Dombrowski. That being said, I would get on the phone with Dombrowski tomorrow and not let him off, kind of like recruiting when you go and get a guy in your building. I would go get him, 
I would say you come to San Diego. You have the number one um, farm system. You have an incredibly beautiful ballpark. You have committed, financially stable ownership that wants to win. Come in and take it over because we have gotten to a certain part. We've gotten into the red zone. We can't get into the end zone. The goal is to get into the end zone. We need you to do it. And if Dave Dombrowski comes in and goes, hey, yeah, I'll take this job. And you know what? I kind of like Andy Green. Then I go, then fucking Andy Green's the guy. But my feeling is Dombrowski comes in and makes sweeping changes. And you go, fuck it. We need to do it. Okay, let me throw this at you. If go AJ ahead. fires Andy at the end of the month mm-hmm. and AJ gets to keep his job and Andy's out, mm-hmm. that's not a chicken chip move. Well, it's what the Angels are going to do. Billy Epler's going to fire Brad Osmus. Is that a chicken chip move? No. Here's the reason why. Brad Osmus has guys on that team that are talented players. And the Angels' everyday lineup is a lot better than the Padres' everyday lineup. Mm. The pitching staff is shit for the Angels. But the everyday yeah. lineup's good. I mean, you, you, seriously, you got guys on that. You got the best shortstop in baseball defensively when you look at how many runs he saves a year. You got the best player in baseball in center field. You got Otani, who they, to me, completely don't use him right anyway. And you have a, a Hall of Famer in Pujols, whose number is on the – he has over 100 RBIs. No one on the Padres has 100 RBIs. Yeah. But you sit there and you go, okay, well, how come the team has a losing record? I mean, they aren't even a 500 fucking team. Yeah. And you got the Mariners in the guiding division. You aren't even a 500 team. But when you look at Epler, you brought in Osmus. He, he sucked in Detroit. I don't know why you'd bring him here anyway. But the reason I say that is it'd be like me, to me, this is like me saying to you, hey, on your birthday next week, I'm going to bring over mud. I'm going to bring over fucking one hot dog and I'm going to bring over two rocks. Now make me something good. And then when it tastes like shit, I'm going to get mad at you because it tastes like shit. That's what he gave him. He gave him shit to work with. He gave Andy nothing to work with. Uh, uh, I mean, he gave him Machado, gave him Tatis, okay, gave him Hosmer. So again, well, whose fault is it? Well, Tatis played half a year. When he was great, when he was good, he was great. Okay, when he was healthy, and Machado has been a huge disappointment. He just has. He's the fourth best third baseman stat wise in the division. I wouldn't say huge. I would say a disappointment. He's a still thirty home run guy. Not yet. Well, what's he at twenty nine? Fucking a, he's hitting like two sixty. Uh, yeah. Okay, again, you look. Well, there are four guys in the division that have better numbers than him. They play his position. Are you sure on that? Hundred percent sure. I looked it up. Well, you've looked up other shit before too. Well, and then okay. Uh, no, a letter and of let apology. me tell you, it's not even that much close. It's not that, and don't give me the Arenado shit. Arenado has hit more home runs on the road than he has at home. So don't give me that Coors Field bullshit, you assholes. Arenado's better. Eduardo Escobar is much better. Justin Turner's better right now. They're all better than Machado. Look at the numbers. I didn't hear Longoria. Longoria's the only one that he's better than. He's dog shit. Fuck that guy. (laughs) That's one guy, and he's in their last place. Yeah. I'm not saying Machado's not going to live up to the contract. I'm just saying so far, this was a disappointing year. Sure. But I'm still... So I'm saying, wait a second. This is what you get. I'd love... I'm going to tell you right now. Give an open invitation. When Andy's blown out, before you shake your ass back to Kentucky, I'd like to have you right here. I'd love to talk to him. I would, too. I think he's been a good soldier through a bunch of shit. Well, how much say did he have in it? None. How much say did he have in day-to-day running of that team? I don't think he had any say. Do yeah. you think he had any say? Honestly, I'm not saying Probably he's a great not. manager. I'm just saying he hasn't been given any anything to work with. And look, I don't buy into... This is not buying into Barry Bloom saying that he lost the clubhouse or any of that shit they got out. Maybe Barry's right. I feel like there's enough people that knock that story down. That I feel like those guys... Would you be concerned about losing that clubhouse? 
No. I, mean, I mean, come on. There's no one in that clubhouse that you're worried about. She, yeah. No. Um, but I would just say again, and then we'll wrap it up for tonight. We'll be back here Wednesday night. Uh, if I'm the Padres starting tomorrow, I get on the phone with Dave Dombrowski. I do everything I can to get him here. I give him absolute 100% control of the operation, starting with Andy Green, Darren Balsley, Glenn Hoffman, any of the fucking rest of them, the minor leagues, the coaching staff, the player development staff, the coaching, all of that shit, from minors to majors, Andy, and you say, turn it all over. And if he comes in and in the next 14 months, make sweeping changes, as Dave pointed out, his track record says, yeah, we yeah. got to buy into it. Absolutely. Because... And when he uh, gets rid of fucking Hosmer and brings in Carlos Pena, don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, and not that A.J. did it. Yeah. Well, A.J. traded Trey Turner. I don't think that Dombrowski would have done that. I don't think Dombrowski would have yeah. given Will he Myers... He also traded Max Freed. I don't think that... Yeah, I heard that earlier. Yeah. Fucking, don't I didn't, fucking I didn't know Max it. Fried was Cy Young, but I'll, well, I'll know it tomorrow. You traded him for Blowjob Upton. That's who you got for him. How did that yeah. work out? And you fucking, you didn't like my Antonio Brown got cold feet joke. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said you're better than that. All right. Um, but he would not have given Will Myers the contract extension. No fucking chance he gives no. him that. And there's no fucking chance... And I'm not blaming AJ for this. There's no fucking chance if Dombrowski's here, you trade Cashner for Rizzo. No way. No way. That's ridiculous. And Trey Turner's not gone either. It's funny. We say that, but yet he traded for Cashner this year. Brad Dombrowski did. Yeah, but he didn't give up fucking Rizzo to get him. He traded for that second shit. Yeah. I, I do everything I can. It's the absolute best move for this team. There's You do not have to stay consistent. Consistent is consistently shit. Make that change. You should put that on a bumper sticker. Right. Consistent for this team yeah. is consistently upset. Here's here's what I will say about Dombrowski, to your point. Mm-hmm. He's a World Series GM. Yeah. Me- meaning he's Multiple. Not, yes. With multiple not, teams. I mean, this is what he does. He He's a GM to, for World Series. That's all he's thinking. World right. Series. Right. He's not thinking anything else. He's now, the finished product guy. That's what we want. We want a finished product guy. Yeah. And you can tell me how he, how great he is, how average he is, or how shitty he is at developing the minor leagues. Got it. Go fucking get him. Yeah. President of baseball operations, and all of a sudden this city gets fired up again. If you would have said to you before the last 20 years, mm-hmm. the Marlins, Tigers, who were horse shit for a long time. Right. And the Red Sox all go to the World Series with the same guy. You go, well, that must be the guy we want. If I can't get Theo, Dombrowski's a pretty yeah. good fucking option. Absolutely. And I, and I put him really, really close. Theo may be the best total package in all of baseball for developing the minors, the whole thing. And now all of a sudden with Dombrowski here, I think that gives you instant credibility back in the league, which maybe has been a little shaky under the current regime for some things that have done from just talking to people around baseball. I think it gives you instant credibility. And I also think it opens up a completely different level of candidates for that managerial position. I think if Dombrowski's looking at this team, the talent that he has and figuring out who is the right guy to run this club, 
I feel like we could all be a lot more confident than we may be if AJ's making that call. But if you can't get Dombrowski, then I feel like AJ's done enough taking this team that was completely dead and is now kind of turning the keys over to the young guys, I stay with them. But if Dombrowski's available and willing to come for the money I'm offering him, AJ exits that way. Hot shot. <laughs> Your car's over there. Yeah, it's- Dick. Give me back that key fab. <laughs> All right. What Shit. time? What, what, what are we doing? The, what are we doing the next show? We'll be back on uh, 9-11. And we'll tell you about what it was like working that night on 9-11. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you going to get emotional? Nah, it's just depressing as fuck. Well, fuck. Welcome to San Diego Sports. Thank you again for everybody who showed up. Pete, Billy, Roy, Angela, Larry, Jake, and all of the rest of you that came out or were nice <laughs> enough effort. to donate. I wanted to see how far you'd go. All the rest of you. I think I got it. And Dave, thanks for your fucking zero donation. Billy and fucking Pete donated twice. I donated. Fucking people in Canada. I was going to round it out, but I didn't have to. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I was going to round up to the thousand, yeah. and I was like, ah, fuck, look at that, I didn't have to. Yeah, fuck, I didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you have fun, okay? You, John, and fucking I AG. I brought you a program from the Charger game. Yeah, you, John, and AG, you have real fun sitting out there in the parking lot, whatever you fuckers do. Burning incense, wink, wink. I saw, I saw LT today. You know who else works there? Fred Mass. We'll talk about that on Wednesday really? night. They love keeping guys around and fucking drop the ball, don't they? Is that right? Yeah. Fuck, that's funny as shit. I was thinking, dude, literally, I go, man, I haven't seen LT. And then fucking all of a sudden, I just ran right into him. Doesn't look that great. Like, yeah. LT looks like, fuck it, I'm not ever doing anything athletic the rest of my life. Have me another Cheeto. <laughs> all right, we'll see you Wednesday. <laughs> see ya. So oh.